surprise. We're here. We're here. Two weeks in a row. It's a record. I was looking at our history, and we were doing like every other week for the last yeah. couple months. For the first year that we were every, I mean, we didn't have anything else to do. We couldn't go nowhere. Yeah. I have like real, like specific, like, I guess, core memories of us doing our first few episodes. We had no, we really didn't have a plan. We had a name for the podcast and that's it. I remember sitting in this very spot and my, and right outside is the water hose and my wife turned the water on as loud as shit. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Babe, I'm recording. I'm recording. Yeah. Cause it was summer. It was like May when we started, right? Yeah. Yeah. So May, this May will be four years. Four. Dude, we got a toddler on our hands. I know. We were just talking about our old venture. Which we won't name, but someone it, bought it. It's, 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 the, it got resurrected name. somehow from the dead. From the ashes. Um. Sorry, Harlan's. He's looking for something. He's down here, <laughs> looking around, trying to get drunk, bro. You hear? Yeah. Him? He's probably looking for that Christmas tree. You got two no. of them down there, don't you, bro? Spoiler alert, it is January 18th. Our Christmas tree still up. Still up. Wow. Connie would be proud. And she's gonna keep hers up all year long. <laughs> Might as well just keep it keep it up. Just retheme it. Who's to yeah. say? Who Black Bay Tree? Like it'll bother me. Yeah. I tell I told David I'm I'm speaking at an, an engagement <laughs> in the Buckeye State. And I, he's like, What date? And I give him the day, he's like day before flag day like who what did you like look at a calendar and no i know it's flag day, day memorized no because well first of all we did our first live episode at fretboard on all flag day. day and it's also my mother-in-law's uh birthday june 14th june and trump's Mon- birthday is it really yeah he'll be 140 Dude. years old ah uh-huh. listen as a 43 year old immature male yeah i just can't do politics man i just can't bring myself to care enough like i care enough about my own small circle of things you know what i mean local all politics is local but it it gets so stupid yeah you know what i mean like well and also it ruins my youtube like i (laughs) so if you look at my phone the number one thing like that i watch or use social media wise is youtube spoiler alert it's all video games and yeah comedians that's the nice thing about like social media is that you can it can be whatever you want it to be tailored to what like you mine, want i somehow ended up on only on facebook and only, only on reels ended oh. up on car detailing facebook reels i like see i went down the, i you know sb mowing <laughs> no I got on an SB I'm sure I'll know it it now, just, though. <laughs> it's just somebody that mows grass and they just film themselves mowing grass. Yeah. My brother in law. It's so great. My brother in law, who is, uh, uh, <laughs> he's getting a doctorate degree. Shout out, shout out, Adam. But uh, he told me what he does. <laughs> I can't even stop laughing about this. What he does for fun is he does a, uh, a truck, a, a big rig simulator. Like he's driving a truck. Yeah. That's a thing. I've seen it. <laughs> I don't know. But, I feel yeah, like but you don't get that organic experience of the kid in the back seat going, yeah. bringing that arm down. Uh, they, they haven't. They might have people do that. I don't know. I didn't ask him about that. 
listen, I, big rig, I live in the big rig I live simulator. in supply chain world. I just truckers. Yeah. So I don't uh we got lots of news to go over. I got I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna laugh. We're gonna have fun. I'm pouring a big old glass of bourbon because it's cold outside. So before yeah. we get started, uh tonight I'm drinking old Forester. Just this is what I recommend to everybody. Somebody says, Hey, yeah. what's the what's your go to? What's the bit? Old Forester eighty six. And I, and I don't know. It's just it's just Old Forester eighty six proof. It doesn't yeah. have a name. It's just Old Forester. But it's is it? It's not nineteen eighty six, right? I no, it's just it's just or eighteen. It's just eighty six proof. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is the the one. I and nobody's ever been like, you know what? That was no good. Everybody I've ever recommended this to first as just a cheap. Bottle. Yeah, just as like, hey man, that was good. Uh, it's cold outside, David. Yeah, I want to. I just want to get in the vibes, you know. Uh, I want us to feel ready to go. So let's let's just set the mood here. We got lots to talk about. We're going to talk about bourbon. We're going to talk about football. We're going to talk about beer. Dry January. Did you know Gorilla David's doing dry January? Yeah, yeah cartel yeah. members going to Brewers, but first, uh, <laughs> David's cousin's going to place a little tune because it's cold. It's winter storm. I got two snow days this week. Yeah. In the history of my job, I've never got a snow day. Like I've I've battled through ice storms to get to work and they're like, I'll oh, just stay home now. <laughs> what a world we live in. This is Tyler Childers live with Shake the Frost. You heard the song? No. I don't think so. It's good, man. So I'm gonna take my first sip of bourbon. Get ready, y'all sit back, relax. This is the beer. Sing it, David, right here, baby. Take us in. So if it makes you stay, <laughs> I wouldn't act so angry all the time. Damn. He's good, bro. Yeah. Now you can shake that yeah. frost out. Um, I was just looking as you were singing through the Do you think I could be forester. a singer? No. Fuck you. I mean, you can Go sing. Ahead. But I don't know if you could be a singer. Um, no, so the um, old Forster I was collection. Through, yeah, the collection, which I said we need to go to the old for. That's probably the on my short list of distilleries I want to go to. I just want to hug them. I just want to be like, you know how much joy you bring to my life. <laughs> uh, so do, I've been do you know to... how much free advertising I give you guys? <laughs> yes, um, but they they have a they have a really big collection for. I mean, of course, it's a huge distillery, but. Right. Um, hit hit me with so here's here's what I know. Old Forester yeah. flagship, the eighty six proof. Yes. Old Forester nineteen ten. Yep. So that's part of their whiskey row series, Gary. Okay. I lo- I've got that's all. I had the a bottle. Year. I drank it all. It kind of reminds me nineteen twenty. Yeah. So you missed. There, Hold on. They started with eighteen seventy. Here we'll we'll do them in order. Okay. We'll do okay. Them in chronological okay. order. 1870 is the original batch whiskey. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Is that one of those you can only buy at the distillery? 1897 is their bottled and bond. That's 100 proof, of course. Uh, no, I think you can buy these like in. I've seen a lot. Of, I've seen these regularly. Uh, Old Forester 1910 is old fine whiskey. I don't know what that is. That's 1920 is prohibition style. That's a higher proof one. I have that one. I, yeah. I like that a lot for, for a person who doesn't like high proof. I like it. Then, Gary, we'll come back to this one. Well, then, this is in the Whiskey Row series. 1924, they just released. Um, but we've also had on, you've had on the show, um, the Statesman. I know you love liked, it. Right? Love it. Very, very wow. sentimental to me. They've got the uh, Old Forester single barrel, barrel proof. I've never seen that in the wild. They've got, as you mentioned, the Statesman, Old Forester birthday bourbon, of course. Uh. Um, they've got just a regular hundred proof, um, but they have a pretty like. I feel like you can just hang out in the. Oh, they have something called King Ranch Edition. I don't know what that is. King Ranch is a model truck. They've got a mint julep, a sixty proof mint julep version. Nineteen one seventeen series, nineteen ten extra old. I don't know what that is, and then President's Choice Bourbon. Is that like the brand? Old Forester President's Choice. How much that cost? It is a single barrel expression of Old Forester's most exceptional barrels, hand selected by our, oh the company president. Uh, let's see how much we can find it for. I wasn't hip when we started this podcast. <laughs> Five hundred and ninety nine dollars on Drizzly, and but anyway, so the. The um, yeah, so they just released uh, the as they mentioned the fifth expression of their whiskey row series, and this 1924, which is 10 years old, is a different mash bill than the traditional. It's 72% corn, 18% rye, uh, or that's their that's their traditional, and 10% malted barley. This 1924 debuts a new mash bill, 79% corn, 11% rye, and 10% malted barley. So a little bit higher corn, and then and, yeah, that's going to be a little less hot. And 100 proof. Oh, dude, I bet it's so good. I bet it's so, so good. It Old Forester 1924. What was happening in 1924, Gary? The roaring 20s. Prohibition. <laughs> so that was the height of Prohibition. So during Prohibition, more than 200 distillers. 24 was? Yeah, it started in 1918, 1918, 1919, something like that. 1920, I don't know. During Prohibition, more than 200 distillers in Kentucky alone were forced to close. Old Forester, however, continued operations because the federal government issued it one of six permits to bottle existing whiskey whiskey stocks as medicine. So them, Buffalo Trace, I wonder who the other four In 1924, Old Forester acquired barrels from closed distillers with different mash bills and bottled that liquid as Old Forester. This special release commemorates that moment in time. That's a cool story. I mean, it's probably fake, but it's still a cool story. How dare uh, you? It will be available at uh, retailer, the distillery and retailers nationwide for a suggested retail price of guess how much, Gary? Ninety nine fifty two, one hundred and fifteen dollars American. Listen, this I will. I will say this: if this is a bourbon that you want and that you'll drink, pay the money. But I'm telling you, as your friend, (laughs) as a loved one, as a confidant, yeah, who is almost killed, probably. Four ounces of, oh. no, no, <laughs> of Old Forester's 
12 minutes into this podcast. The old Forester just flagship 86 proof is amazing. Like I can't, I, I can't explain it. It's, uh, it's, it's like all the major brands, right? You, it's like McDonald's. If you go to McDonald's in the east side of Cincinnati, it's going to be the same as the McDonald's in Mount Sterling, right? It's yeah. all going to be the same. Like, you know what you're going to, you know what you're going to get every time you go. And that's how I feel about Old Forester. They don't miss. Like, it's it's consistent every time I ever get it. I've probably, in the history of, in the last 40, 40 years doing this podcast. 40 years. 40, yeah, 43 <laughs> years, if you want to say. 40 year, 40 score and seven but years. But there's rarely a bottle of bourbon that I buy twice. Right? So I can I can tell you, for me, spending my hard-earned money, I've bought probably four or five bottles of old forester 86 to take on trips and like vacations and stuff like that larceny is another one that's my go-to and that's about it yeah like that's it you know we're gonna if we're gonna like if you and i were going on a trip you're like hey bring some bourbon i'm definitely just gonna go get a fresh bottle of old forester 86 what if i what if i said bring a bottle that you think we would both like equally that you have that's open existing i th- I think that would be it i mean okay. i don't think you would i've i mean i've had it and i know i like it yeah i'm not ever going to turn it down today i will say because you sent me the i think it's a tiktok which i had to figure out to log back into tiktok uh, <laughs> that's how old i am um but you sent me the the tiktok of the the guy telling ever had to tell everybody that he was doing dry January. Mm-hmm. I feel myself doing that a little bit, a little bit. We're on the almost, we're about two, two thirds of the way through. And today, Gary was the first day that it was hard. Cause I was like, man, it's been so freaking cold. Work's just been whatever. It's a lot. Nothing. That's like, did you want like a drink like, of bourbon to like, bourbon. Warm you up yeah, inside? I yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's I was what's great about winter and cold weather. Like bourbon has that effect where it, and it's not, actual heat you know yeah and it's i'm like I, today is some today is a day where i would go i wouldn't go like super high end but i'm like i would get something a little 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 something other than my daily you know, core. it not it knocks the cold and it shakes the frost right off of you as tyler yeah, children would say exactly but yeah today i would i would uh i probably go something a little a little hotter i maybe would do uh, one of the new, new riffs. riffs. One we got. I got a couple new riffs single barrels um, that are special that we did. We did both of them on the same show, if you remember, and they were very hot. One was like one thirteen, and one's one fifteen. Um, but speaking of new riff, Gary, they finally they laid out some cash, completed their renovation, uh, three million dollars to unveil their new rooftop bar, which we need to go. Here's I need to put. I put a kind of a bucket list on our. And our, our our show notes, Gary, that people can't see. We can see it though. Um, of things I want to do this year. So um it's right the cool thing about New Riff is it's right outside of Party Source and the park literally in the parking lot. And Party Source is awesome. Like that's a big playground for adults. But they just really or they just uh, finished their three million dollar renovation, unveiled a new rooftop bar. So basically what they did was they took their bar is called the Aquifer. Uh, and it used to be on the first floor. Now they transformed. It used to be a private event space on their third floor. 
into their tasting room and cocktail bar. So the usually when you would go to New Riff before, like I've only ever been there for special events and it would be on that third floor. But their their first floor, like there wasn't really like a uh, a great atmosphere of like a place I want to go sit and maybe have a have a drink or have a cocktail or something. Now they have this, you don't, and you don't have to be part of a private event. So, um, and New Riff it's has just been, open lot, it's just open to the public. Yes, yeah. So uh, they say it's a great place. It's great to have a place where anybody can come and drink, come and have a drink, and really taste everything that New Riff has to offer. Um, yeah. So the that was the first time I had just their regular New Riff, um, you know, straight bourbon, and was at a at an event that I went to there. So. Um, it's one thing. It's it's crazy that we're seeing um, all this continued investment in distilleries and whiskey and bourbon because craft beer is crashing and burning. <laughs> uh, and we we talked about another thing last week. We kind of hinted at it at the end of the show. Um, in your home t- home county town, whatever Round County, Gary. Uh, there's a big investment coming in. So you did a little bit of a sleuthing, mm-hmm. meaning read the article and, and message someone. <laughs> Tell us about what's happening in uh, in Round County, the $144 million investment that, that's coming. Yeah, so Eastern Light Distilling. Yeah. They're going to throw down some schmeckles in my uh, my home county of, of Round County. Coriel Lawrence and Caleb Kilburn. Caleb, a graduate of Bath County High School. You know how I know that? Because one of my best friends was one of his teachers. He was also the master distiller at Peerless. Okay. Right. You so, went to Peerless, right? You went to Peerless. I have, yeah. I went to Peerless yeah. on my on my 40th birthday. Okay. Um, so they were looking at I guess doing their own thing, coming back. Um and they they're gonna they put in all 143.7, not quite almost 144 million uh in into the moorhead area so yeah. they're you know that's cables from bath county um it's gonna the like there's a, a picture of what it looks almost like a church right yeah fifty thousand square foot distillery built in moorhead featured two 36 inch column steels near the main window so you're going to see those those steels there and it's uh I don't know, man. It's a great thing. I think, uh, I don't know. This looks awesome. Uh, I can't wait. To you know, go. we, well, it's not, it's not even been built yet, but no. <laughs> in, I feel like when you like, that's where they're from, right? They're coming back and investing in their, their home area. Right. Or yeah. at least Caleb. I don't know where the other dude's from. Cordell. But, Lawrence. Oh, Cordell. But you know, we've got, um, we got the brewery in Moorhead that you and I went to. He's from Louisville, it says. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saul Yeah, we went to Saulstone. So we got that. And it's it's as the younger generation kind of pushes the the progress of what's happening in like growing up, we didn't have a fucking bar, dude. There's like one bar in all of town. <laughs> and it's where like legit Thursday night was like college night, then Friday and Saturday night was just like the local dudes from the hollers. And like the trailer parks would go out there and it's kind of a more mix of everybody now, but the plaza, baby. Yeah. Shout out to Plaza Lounge. <laughs> it does say Eastern Light hopes to be up and running, but in the second half of 2025, which that seems like a pretty fast 
Timeline, know. especially for listen. No, I've I saw a a, a two billion dollar theme park go up in like thirteen months. Yeah. Like I'm watching. Depends this. on how much money they how much money they truly have. Because this says uh, they're constructing the fifty thousand square foot facility in one of the twenty plus Rick houses. Um, it's funny when I went to Peerless. You know, I think I told you this. We're touring the facility, and their Rick house, which is was not even like separate from the distillery it was inside the distillery yeah it was about the size of my basement it was it was weird so i don't know man like but here's the thing let me ask you this because craft beer has this and they they can be successful but i think at a much lower operating cost than what a what a completely operational distillery would be i don't think there's any 144 million dollar investments well, in. but what do you have to do as that just like what do you have to sell like what do you think the price of the first batch of bourbon is going to be 144 million dollars <laughs> just sell one bottle <laughs> you know like that you that's a lot and you know, i'm sure they're going to come out with a rye first because that you know the bourbon's going to yeah. take at least a couple years to to get it and nobody wants that that young nasty bourbon you know i want yeah. that 10 year you think that they'll contract any of it out or or uh or do any of the like like MGP start out with that? mgp yeah, yeah i don't know man like do you is that going against your morals like i'm going to distill know. this but i want my brand to sit i want to be selling some shit first yeah i don't know what so their let morals me, are <laughs> let me get this let me get this mash bill that i'm going to do anyway and i'll have mgp make it over in indiana and we'll sell that shit as our own yeah i don't know but that's a lot of money to recoup uh and i don't know if you do you remember app harvest no so app harvest was this big um hydroponic farm installation that was built in round county and they 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 grew tomatoes you know to cheap ass tomatoes you can buy in the grocery store yeah. anyway like snoop dog invested in it martha stewart all these investors spoiler alert yeah they went bankrupt <laughs> So were they grown tobacco? They should have. I, and everybody, this listen, this is allegedly this is just word on the street is that they were they were fully functional to switch everything over to marijuana if it became legal here. Yeah. And I think the state with you know held their ground law, <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't hold out long enough. They're like, uh yeah, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg are just really into tomatoes mm-hmm. all of a sudden. <laughs> yep. Uh no, I never heard of that one. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, look it up. It's a fun story. Let me drink something, Gary. So I got um I've I think I mentioned this last week. I haven't been drinking as much non-alcoholic beer. I've just been drinking. So you're water. having Sprite tonight? Sprite a little a little Sprite? No, but I I've just been drinking Kool-Aid packets, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I've just been I just been uh, drinking regular uh I've just been drinking gallons of chocolate milk. Uh, no, but I, I did, there was one that I wanted to, to get and I, uh, because of Sierra Nevada, which is one of my favorite breweries for the first time came out two non-alcoholic beers. Uh, they released these, I think in like October, November last year. Um, they have an IPA and they have a golden and I really wanted the IPA, but I found the gold, the non-alcoholic so, IPA, non-alcoholic not, IPA. Sounds so stupid. this is non-alcoholic and the, the, the brand is trail pass. This is the golden, so it's like a, a golden ale, amber ale, something like that. So, keeping with the uh, with the theme of of you know the hiking and the we were talking a little bit about Pacific Northwest before we came on, um, but uh, 
yeah, keeping with it with that. So yeah, it, you know, I, I always like when I see a, um, a larger brewery investing in something new and different and putting, putting their name on it. So it makes, you know, we've seen, we'll talk a little bit in a minute about, uh, Sam Adams, but they, uh, Sierra Nevada have, um, their own non-alcoholic i feel because they released some hop hop splash i think which is like hop water last year and then now they're non-alcoholic beer so let's give this a taste hop splash baby and this one's not this one's pretty good i mean it tastes definitely like a beer um one thing i noticed um in reading up on this beer so a lot of the beer when they create non-alcoholic beer Basically, what they do is they a lot of them create, they brew regular beer, right. and then they evaporate out the alcohol. This is used with, and I've never heard of this, like a negative strain yeast that basically is a that doesn't create alcohol. Which I'm I don't know how that works, but it's apparently it's science. Um, but yeah, so it's it's different. So. It, to me, a lot of the non-alcoholic beers end up tasting the same. Even the IPA ones, you'll get you get like a good like a, a lot of maltiness, which is why I wanted to try their IPA, which shouldn't be it's like malty. A, it's like the hot the the yeast had a vasectomy. Yes. Can't produce. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I came up with so um in kind of the same vein, um, you know, I like the folk folksy bluegrass music. And I know you like covers. So my song this week, Gary. It's a little band called Trampled by Turtles and their cover of a song called Wildflowers by Tom Petty. Cheers. You belong among the wildflowers. Doesn't this just seem like something? It's too cold to be sitting outside right now, but sitting around a fire inside, drinking some bourbon, chilling. So I the um this band is interesting. So the guy got. Um, he got like a lot of his uh his his the the main guy got a bunch of his instruments stolen from a he was at a show doing a show and got his instruments stolen. Um, all he was left with was an acoustic guitar, and so he's like, oh, I guess this is what I'm gonna play now. And so he had been doing like a bunch of different styles. One man, of man music. or what? No, no. So then he he you know started recruiting other people. And he's like, I think I'm gonna do this like folky type of you know music. And one what of was his people, original music, it's like like just like a harder like a like rock music. I think yeah. general music. But one of the one of the guys, Slipping I think it's the drummer. <laughs> I think it's the drummer was in a speed metal band. He was a drummer in a speed metal band. And then you go to uh, to Trampled by Turtles, and there's a lot of turtle imagery in um in in like folk music. I know uh, yeah. Sturgill has a, a big turtle. Uh, well, that's the uh, I like turtles. I like turtles. That's the old. Too. It's the old folk story about turtles all the way down, right? Yeah. The the story, like it's just yeah. What's what's beneath the earth? It's just turtles. Yeah, all the way down. 
But I like so. this one. This is on. I would say this is a higher. The two NA beers between the Urban Artifact and this one have yeah. both been really good. So I feel like NA beer is, is turning a corner. Well, good. This one's good. This one. One of the predictions last week was that uh, it's going to be yeah. a bigger offering from the from the breweries. So I don't know. Yeah. Drink Kool Aid. Like who the fuck wants it? <laughs> you don't go to McDonald's for a salad. That's true. You don't go to a hooker for a hug. Okay. So I'm not going to a beer for the taste. For non-alcoholic. You know, I like, like the taste of beer. Oh, do you really? That's you cute. know who else does. You know who else likes a taste of beer, Gary? Mm, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Him and pregnant women, but they can't drink it because right, they're it's bad for the baby. But you know who is trying to help with that? Yes. Our good friends mm-hmm. at Sam, Sam and Adam. Sam like Adams. Samuel Adams. Due date, brew date, baby. Yes. Or is it brew date, due date? What so they want to give, and yeah, this was not what I thought it was at first. Uh, the, they said so Sam Adams wants to give a nine month supply of any beer to expectant couples. And they, so the whole thing behind this, Gary, was they want to, if you, they say, hey, your wife is partner, who it doesn't have to be your wife, be your partner it could be your, um, your one night. ain't going to be your husband because they ain't having a baby. It could be so. Basically, what they're saying is they're announcing a contest for expecting couples. They're going to send five lucky people a forty-week supply. Which is that? How long people, women are pregnant? Forty weeks ish, give or take nine months, give or take know. ten weeks. Uh, a sub forty-week supply of just the haze non-alcoholic beer to reward them for giving up alcohol in support of their pregnant partner. And no, that's not how it works. Dry January is one month. And I have no dry pregnancy. Wait, so they want they want both, the partner? Like I think the girl gets should get the not na, and they should front the guy because I don't yeah. know. I know you don't know, but I've been through two pregnancies. Yeah, it's a lot. Like there's cravings, there's hormones. You know what my cravings would be for beer, not beer, <laughs> <laughs> beer. Uh, a new identity. You like can't get drunk because you might have to go get a McFlurry at two o'clock in the morning. True, or a brownie batter blizzard was what when Abby was pregnant with Charlie. That was yeah. Uh, or, right next um, to a uh, Dairy Queen. Pickles and peanut butter. Uh oh. What, what else? Hold on, I'm gonna play this on the on the podcast. Okay. Yes, this is Matt Thompson, superintendent. As the great Johnny Cash would have said, had he been a school superintendent, I see the snow coming. It's coming around the bend. So tomorrow, Friday, January 19th, 2024, will be a regular snow day. Aww. Who's Matt Matt Thompson? Yeah, that's the superintendent of the schools here. Does he give a, a, a famous quote for, for everyone? Nah, I'll be honest, I never listened Johnny to Cash. those. Like, what happened to the days? Of snow days when you would wake up, you have to wait early now and, and watch it, watch it on the TV to watch see if your school scrolled by at the bottom. Yeah, and I lived in Round County, so it'd be like it started out Anderson. You know, you're like, <laughs> damn it, come on now. So you'd be waiting, just like glued to the TV. Big money, big money. Yeah. Are you guys supposed know. to get a lot of snow? I, mean, I don't know. 
I don't watch. I don't follow politics. And I don't follow the weather. No, when I walk outside, if it's cold, <laughs> I still got shorts on. That's right. I wore shorts yesterday. It was like two degrees, and it felt yeah. supposed to felt like minus seven. <laughs> I was like, man, it, it does feel cold, cold out here. But <laughs> yeah, my well, legs are yeah. You shouldn't have shaved your legs, Gary. I didn't shave them. Yeah, I'm not gonna be not gonna be uh, warm. I'll shave them in the summer. Oh. So anyway, Sam Adams. They want man. I don't know about that. I don't know about giving up. I'm not the one who got pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was my fault. <laughs> Me getting drunk ain't gonna affect the baby at all. Right. It's, it's born. It, it would. It like I. I love to think that the more I drink, the more entertaining I am. Yeah, <laughs> that's to yourself. Now, the the less helpful I am, like I can't go, I can't drive out and get you a blizzard, or anything, but I can like tell stories and laugh and yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what you're supposed to do, Gary, in in the in the, in the event that you uh, can't make it out to buy your own alcohol or your potentially your own blizzard, you call uh, Drizzly. They bring call it to Drizzly. You. Um, maybe that's what Uber Eats and stuff is for. Right. Um, but here, so Gary, so. We talked about this, I think, maybe a couple of years ago. Uber was partnering up with Drizzly, but they said now, in 2024, Uber calls it quits with Drizzly. Sales are not holding up in a post-pandemic marketplace. I've Sales noticed dropping. that. Like, Uber has decided to close alcohol. They're closing the app. Reports. The whole app? Yeah, they, closed, they, bought they paid Drizzly. like a billion dollars, right? Yeah. We, we covered that. Yeah. Plans were to integrate Drizzly, which will shut down in March with Uber's food delivery service, Uber Eats. However, the focus is now on the food sector and providing a one-stop experience to shoppers. Uber bought Drizzly three years ago for $1.1 billion when consumers were flocking to delivery app services for their food and alcohol needs during the COVID-19 pandemic. Do you think they made their money back? Second measure, no. Delivery services blossomed 162% compared to the previous year at the height of the pandemic. That's crazy. What are you going to do now? Figure out who's at least drunk. Go get Paper, rock scissors, baby. Yeah, to walk to the corner store. So I'm going. Don't drink and drive. Don't no no. If you're gonna roll the dice, roll the dice on getting an AI, not a yeah. DUI. Go but, get. Um, maybe you won't rent one of those scooters, but don't drive. That's still a DUI. No. RUI. Riding under the influence. <laughs> SUI. Uh, I don't know. It's um. That's crazy. It's, it's funny. Point, the, you, don't you wish you had a $1.1 billion to just throw down the drain? But you know their projections in like 2000 was like drizzly to the moon, baby. Like, like everybody, oh. everybody's going to be picking. <laughs> and it's like, no, we just got back to normal. They're like, yeah, this is going to be uh, $40 million within the uh, next three. First year, 27000 Year five, $100 million. Like, wait, I don't know how you get to <laughs> yeah, that's like the people who go on Shark Tank and be like, "I'm, a, I'm, you're gonna get one percent of my cust- of my business for a billion dollar." Uh, and like, what, what's your sales? Well, I sold uh thirty seven of them down at <laughs> down at the uh at the at the that's market swap meet. at the swap meet. So I figure, you know, go to a couple hundred more of those. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. So we last week we gave our Super Bowl a revamp Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. Now I'm having to re you mine's still uh, in it, right? What did I say? One of your teams is still in it. 
And one of my teams is still I there. said the 49ers, and I don't know who who did I say 49ers and I don't know, I 49ers and the Bengals in the in, in the, the in the original, but I gave I gave my uh Ravens updated pick. No. Mm-hmm. Bills. Oh, it was the Bills. 49ers yeah. and Bills. With the so in a very emotional flop of a game, <laughs> my Man. doppelganger, which yeah. I'm older than him. Taylor so, Hurts. Uh, correct. Um <laughs> you guys are twin. You guys are uh Scottish twins. Yeah. So Jason Kelsey, who's not really officially retired, but everybody knows it's coming, right? Like no, he said that. he's retired. He apparently announced he he notified the team. Well, he was. I, I was listening to him on New Heights talk about how he didn't mean for the locker room talk to get out. He was just that was an emotional thing, and he, he didn't think anybody should make those decisions right after a loss. And you know, he it wasn't the right moment for him to to pay respect and give thanks to everybody that helped him get to there. So, like he alluded, it's coming, but yeah, but he but like I'm retiring this year too. So what's what is this parallel life we're living? Yeah, do you remember when in MMA when they used to talk about like having like a um, senior league of MMA? <laughs> like they'd be like, "Oh, Mark Coleman, Mark Coleman, Randy Couture." Couture. Do you? What do you think? Hank Abbott. Not a senior league, but have a team. How well would a team of Black all football. old guys, the youngest player on the team, it can be thirty-five years old, but all like legends, like Jason Kelsey. You have Tom Brady as your quarterback. Um, Who are they playing have, against each other? Yeah, you know, NFL teams. No current NFL teams. No, you have like Howie Ricky Long Williams, comes back. Howie Ricky Long, Williams. no, not like that old, but like oh. just older guy, like older players. Pat McAfee comes. I mean, back they would have kick. a great kicker. You know that. Hey, so, side note, so you got to be the at least the youngest guy is thirty five. You have anyone over thirty five on your team, and most not, of them would be recently retired. I don't think you could have like Ricky well. Williams. Not going to fare well. <laughs> not going to fare well. You got Let Tom me ask Brady. you this. As a friend, Kevin Nick Saban is your coach. Yeah, his NFL. He's over thirty-five. No, but then how about this? The coach has to be under thirty-five. The coach has to be straight from a high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, we can't talk too much about football. Angie said she skips it when we do. So, well, I, I want to talk about media. David and I consume very different media, and we have different feelings about media. Like I'm definitely in that bro sphere that is by far the most popular form of media. Like David's in the minority by not liking Pat McAfee, Barstool Sports. Like I feel like they are the front and center when it comes to what people consume these days. That's not the front and center. Pat McAfee's show gets like a, the, they were saying the ratings of his show, the, what is it? First take is on before him, which is more mainstream. Which is just people yelling at each other, gets like four hundred thousand viewers, and then when his show comes on, it goes down to like two hundred eighty thousand viewers on ESPN. Pat McAfee uh, draws nine hundred forty-six thousand viewers on TV and YouTube. Uh, on TV alone, he averages eight hundred eleven thousand dollars or eight hundred eleven thousand viewers. No, I maybe I, I was reading something that he had like a big lead in, and like everyone stopped watching as soon as he started. But he goes for like. Um, five hours. He does ESPN, then he goes straight to YouTube, where he can say the where he can really let the cuss words fly. Yeah. Um, on YouTube. Yeah. 
Yeah, when he goes after, after, I think it's the third hour is on YouTube or something. What is it? Restricted content? Content? I don't know. No? I I feel it has to be restricted. Mm -hmm. How many views do you think Pat McAfee's YouTube has gotten? Uh, Overall? Yeah, just like what's his... What's his views on YouTube right now? Like, can you look at someone's like lifetime views? Yeah. I don't really use YouTube that much. He has two A billion. Oh, shit. Hold on. That's loud. What does Mr. Beast have? Uh, okay. Let's, we'll look at, we'll compare. So, Pat, I'll share the screen here so you can see. Do, do, do. This is interesting, guys. This the is the only like, thing I use YouTube for is watch old football games and old wrestling. This is fascinating podcasting, Gary. Is it, yeah. So <laughs> this is Pat like, McAfee has two point four. I didn't know you can actually four million subscribers, seven thousand videos. Look at that. One point eight billion. billion. Yeah. All right. So let's lot. see. Hold on. Go back to that. We'll see how many how many views per video. Okay. So one eight. Go back to it. Four point two. That was thirty seven minutes. Let's look some. I was gonna try. I was gonna divide the number of views, total views, by the number oh. of videos. To see what his average is. All right. Hold on. Let's get the calculator out. One eight. <laughs> eight four three six one eight divided by seven seven one two. Twenty three thousand views per video. Yeah, that's good. All right, now you were about... 22,950 more than us. Mr. Beast. Yeah. He has... 32 million subscribers. Yeah. That's more than there are people. 41 billion views. (laughs) That's like two episodes of Beers and Beards. Yeah, 41,508. Hold on, I gotta pull back up. I guess after that, it doesn't really matter. No, I mean, it's Mr. Beast, bro. Uh, let's see. He has a total of 774 videos. Yeah, versus Pat McAfee, 7,000. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, most and most of his Pat McAfee's videos are just of him punting a football over the mountains. Yeah. But like you you were now correct me if I'm wrong. You were a fan, and then you weren't a fan because of no, Aaron Rodgers. No, stuff. I'm not not a fan. I still like him. I just think it's like he. I feel like he he's trying to represent himself now. It's like, oh, I'm like this, you know. Which, you know, bringing Aaron Rodgers back on after saying that he was dude, that was the best. I, bro. Said, I told you exactly what I said happened, right? Because the Aaron Rodgers, the incident happened with Jimmy Kimmel. And which Jimmy Kimmel is also an ES or ABC or Disney employee. Correct. And Aaron Rodgers hinted, basically insinuated that he was going to be on the Epstein list. Yep. Jimmy Kimmel threatened lawsuits. And what I said probably happened was a lawyer came up to Pat McAfee and said, don't have Aaron Rodgers back on anymore for your protection. And what happened the next day? And he said, he said the next, then he said, he's not going to be on anymore. Yeah, because that, that's true. what I said. Hap- that's why I was like, "Here's what happened." But yeah. Pat McAfee's probably like, "Oh, it's my decision." I like his decision because he didn't want to get sued. And then the next day, 
get Aaron Rodgers back on. So. Yep. <laughs> He's like, man, look who this is. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's like the the whole like conspiracy theory stuff that like that Rodgers does. I, yeah, that's the stuff where I'm like, you, yeah, you're like what Joe Rogan basically is now, just a bunch of conspiracy theories, and then he. He's just says stuff that's completely wrong, and then when he when he gets called out by know. his own, I think, people. I think that it all circles back, and it's usually right. I think in our initial gut reaction, like this is so off kilter, this got to be bad, and then most of the time it's right. Well, I've sent you some stuff on Joe Rogan where I'm like, this is he's clearly, and yeah. Anyway, the whole Joe yeah. Rogan thing is is different, but yeah, but they're both media moguls. Don't get me started on Joe Rogan. That, I mean. Props to Joe Rogan because he has a. I mean, he basically has a cult of people who now follow him. The pro, yeah. and I told you uh, we've talked about this before because now you got me on Joe Rogan, and I'm going to yep. not be able to tell me about talking. Joe Rogan, baby. The if Joe Rogan asked you to be Rogan. on his podcast today, you'd go. Yeah, because I would tell him off. I would tell him you exactly. Would. The, I would tell him exactly this, Gary. The issue with Joe Rogan is he started. He started out as this like little, you know, MMA niche sport niche sport and podcast and then he got Flash a following medium. he got a following right a, a huge following not from being funny because he's not funny he doesn't tell jokes he, on his podcast does he he has funny people on his podcast <laughs> it doesn't tell doesn't tell jokes but he got this huge following and pretends that and so now people hang on his every word and he pretends like they don't so he thinks that he says because he thinks that he doesn't have influence, which he does. He undoubtedly has influence that he can it's just spout off whatever he right wants. Now. But he can just spout off whatever he wants to and not have any like repercussions or it doesn't reflect badly on him. He can just say wrong things over and over and over and get proven wrong and look like an idiot. And he thinks that like, oh, I'm a free thinker. He thinks that like gives him a free pass to say whatever he wants, which Sure, you can say whatever you want, but don't pretend like you're not an influencer in the minds of of a lot of impressionable young men who most of them have never probably read a book. Most of them, like you, Gary. <laughs> no, but people who I'm are not very young, man. How dare you? I'm not young. Thank you for thank that's you what you had. That, that's what you took offense to. <laughs> yeah, appreciate that. I appreciate you thinking I was young. No, but the that's that's my issue with him is that he has this massive influence and he pretends like he doesn't. Anyway, getting off my soapbox now. See, I need to be, I need to be drinking on this show, Gary, because I'm too serious when I'm when I'm not drinking. Too wound up. That's how I'm. So my take on life is, I'm not that serious, bro. Mm. Like, like when I listen to Joe Rogan, it's it's for pure entertainment, which I'm not his target audience, right? But that's like, also. I'm not, yeah, I think that the, I just want to listen to comedians. That's different than, but you you understand that there are people who listen to him. And I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, a, I get what you're saying. Like some yeah. sort of like, uh, like, like he like could be a like, a hey, stadier. drink a gallon yeah. of mule piss. Yeah, and you're gonna put like eat bison, drink piss. Literally, the definition the of like how cults get started because people. Yeah, I've always wanted to start a cult. No yeah. Like can we, I, I, and I want to use this podcast for good, but I'd also like to start a cult because you know what Creed said. Yeah, he's been both a uh, leader and a follower. Yeah, you have more fun as a follower. 
Yeah. You make more money as a leader. That's true. There's also the famous saying that um, if that you want to be, Creed, right? if you want to be, yeah, Apollo Creed, <laughs> if you want to be rich, start a church. Yeah. If you want to be wealthy, start a religion. Yes. I think L. Ron Hubbard said that. <laughs> Scientology guy. I didn't say that. I just uh, uh, allegedly is what I heard. But your dude from Liberty, you're your own, your fake alma mater. Bro, they, 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 wow. They're like, hey, Liberty man, look how great our students are. Look how great our students are. 2.93 GPA. And people <laughs> roasted. Like, y'all posted that? Y'all are proud of that? <laughs> Liberty also has like, like 750,000 students, too, because they're like, yeah, look how many. It's like 99% people online. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, you could have been offensive lineman for Liberty, Gary. You could have been flame, their center. Baby. I was there. I was in Lynchburg, Virginia for yeah. my last visit. I stayed for five days. They just couldn't get rid of you. They're like, bro, actually, bro. Your, your official visit was only a day. So, so my visit, <laughs> we're not playing. We're not paying for this Econo Lodge. <laughs> you got to pay for the other four days. I stayed in a dorm with students. With the, so, with the co-eds? Yeah. No, no, there's no co-eds. So what was <laughs> odd to me, and which is not odd in a like faith-based school, is that I had to go to church every day. I'm like, yeah. And it, at that time, I was, you know, it didn't bother me, but I was like, this is weird. But you, know, you had to wear a tie to class and stuff. I was, it was weird. Met Jerry Falwell. Yeah. This was right before the people versus Larry Flint came out. So I didn't know none of that story. Like I met Jerry. <laughs> Don't he you wish you would have done that story? He punched me, bro. Yeah. I got witnesses. He punched me in the face. No. in like the arm, he's like, Hey, oh. big guy. I was like, what's up, jury? <laughs> you know, we said, we said, I'll never forget. I went to a, so I went to, to the school. I did like a day of, going to class like i'm a high school student but i went i shadowed their class did like some um like activities at night and then i remember the saturday i was there there was liberty played richmond the spiders i went to the basketball game there was nobody there but jerry Fowler had these like golden seats right and legit they're like those are jerry seats they're actually golden I mean, they were like right on the half court oh, I line. Think whatever. The, the chairs were made out of gold because no. that's something I could see him doing. But so then the, they take me to Jerry Falwell, and I'm like, "Yeah, what the did you have to kiss the ring?" I didn't know. Like, I'll be honest, <laughs> I was more <laughs> interested in the foot. Like, okay, do you know who their football coach was? Famous yeah. NFL coach. Hold on, let me guess. He coached for the Bruce, Cleveland Browns. Bruce Coslett. No. Uh. For the Cleveland Browns, um, mm-hmm. oh, uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Nope. <laughs> uh, Paul Brown. Sam. Sam. I don't know. Sam Hunt. Sam Reticliano. Oh. Was their coach? Yep. I never forget sitting in his office, and he just, like, nonchalant. I'm like, bro, you coach in the NFL. Yeah. Well, I sat in the, uh, I sat, I was at their practice on the sidelines and I looked up in the stands and there was like NFL scouts. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> they just need their Rudy story, man. Yeah. Be the next Notre Dame. But that was a long you could have been the Rudy story. 
Dude, I was trying to get. A, I was going to get a scholarship. I wasn't, you could have been there. You could have been a walk on. You could have been a. You know. You could have been a walk on, not get to play for four years, and then go and go your first play, the last game of the season, and you could have snapped that ball so good. I could have. I could have played against Elon College, and got <laughs> got in. Yeah, you're right. It you was. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they would have had like you as going in as a center, and then it's like the end of the game, and it's all slow motion, the snap slow motion, and the ball like. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, I do remember. So kind of, Gary, Gary, yeah, Gary. Exactly. Dude, not a soul from that town knew who I was. You know what I mean? <laughs> they would have known if you would have gone there. Here's what you have to go there for four years. You have to be on the practice squad. For Deacon four in years. the church. Yeah. Go to Holy Cross. You got to be friends with the groundskeeper. You could have had that exact same story. It could have been instead of Rudy, it could have been Gary. Instead you could have been played by Sean. You could have been played by Jason Kelsey in the movie. I know, right? That would have been awesome. What's your go-to? I would have played the groundskeeper. No, oh, we had to, have to be because it's a black guy and Rudy. We could have had Juan. Yeah, you got got to mix up the diversity. Um, <laughs> I went to the movies this weekend. Yeah, what did you see? Avengers: Age of Ultron, Migration, Wonka. Was that looked so bad? Was it bad? What? I mean, it's not meant for me and you. It's meant for kids. So, oh. uh, Harlan loved it. He loved the ducks. Yeah. But so, what's your go-to like movie snack? Because mine is only for the movies. Like I don't buy it any other time except at the movies. Mm, other than popcorn, because pop. Other popcorn. than popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pop, everybody, that's standard issue. caps. We still got those. They you do, yeah. What you were eating earlier, milk duds. No, I was eating milk duds earlier. See, but I never eat these outside, like rarely outside of the movie theater. No, I don't even even eat them at the movie theater. I'm talking about what well, I'm trying to get you to guess what I oh, eat. I, I thought you, I said milk duds. No, I thought maybe I those, those you saw me eating those tonight. I'm I talking thought maybe about they were left over. No, I know better. There's nothing in leftover candy. It's not. There's no leftover. Candy I had two of out. these. I was yeah. I was I was full. I was stuffed. Uh, um, Juju bees, hot tamales, hot tamale. Uh, that's a. I don't know why. It's a low tier candy. Thing. What are you talking about? It's the best cinnamon candy, besides Red Hot. You remember that cinnamon gum? Not not Big Red. It's the cinnamon gum that was from the same. It was a um, oh, it, it was a or it wasn't even cinnamon. It Take was the five. gum from the. The people that did, um, it was like tea, tea berry gum. Did you ever have that tea berry gum? I did. Yep. We sound like old people now. We are, uh, dude. You're you're getting up there. I'm proud of you. I know. What are you? How old are you? Thirty three. Thirty four. Oh, bro, dude, it's all downhill. I'm in my Walter you. Payton. Era. What's your um? I'm about to start. Like, if there's like, kids on the your... this summer, I will yell at them to get off. Okay. Them. Okay. What's your <laughs> like? Your age. What what do you? Oh, you know how you found you know this how like showing your age? Oh, like, is he you waking right up to piss in the middle of the night or like? Nope. So you know my house, Gary. You've been to my house. It used to I be, a, like, it used to be on the Underground Railroad, and actually, actually didn't. But so my house used to be two, like a, a, a dual. What do they call it? Multi-family house. So we have two trash cans, and I have I have multiple lots. Right, I live in the city. We have our own trash cans. You used to have a tiny house outside. You used to have a tiny house outside. But we have two trash cans. A couple of my neighbors have two trash cans as well. One okay. of my neighbors on trash day 
put his trash in my because I went out there and I'm like, there's trash in my trash can. It's filled to the brim because one of them I don't even ever use. And I got so angry, I moved my trash cans up next to my house. <laughs> Wait, no sweat off your nuts. They were going to come pick up that trash anyway. No, that's not that's not that's not where he puts his trash. That's where I put but my trash. You're just you're territorial about your trash. Yeah. <laughs> That's how, and I'm like, man, this is so stupid, but I can't get over it. I don't want him. I don't want him to mix. I don't want our trashes to touch. Did you feel violated? Yeah, I did feel violated because I'm like, you know what? That he he came. He walked across the alley, opened up my trash can. First of all, that's already a violation. There was no Trust. no chance he confused it for his. No, <laughs> actually, the original thing that happened was the week before he tried to take my trash can. So the you know what else I did? I wrote my, I sprayed spray painted my address on the trash can. So there's no, <laughs> so there's no, uh, no, no confusion. That's your no trash confusion. can. Yeah, it's my trash All can. Right. Yeah, um, I knew it was mine because mine has a little crack in the one spot. But it's like, it's the, <laughs> it's the trash company's trash can, right? It says like Allied Trash or, Rumpke. East Side Trash. Yeah, so I've got Rumpke too. So yeah. let me ask Bar- you this. You know, you know, tra- are, does your trash can have a barcode on it? Mine has a barcode on it. Like, what are they scanning that barcode? My recycling <laughs> one does, yes. Oh, because they because you get charged, right? Like, by or do you get charged or like a... It's part of my water bill. Oh. Do you let recycle me ask you this. your water too? I want to ask you about recycling because I'm... I've said this on multiple occasions to my wife because she's... She gets, puts all the plastic and stuff together and we're putting the rest. i was like yeah pay attention it all goes on the same fucking truck no we do have it, different trucks at least <laughs> i bet you it's look and it's same. just a regular fucking trash no, can going it's the same days. spot it's different days and it's different guys I, maybe they just put put a little mustache and uh and glasses on it come back around <laughs> i don't know uh there was there's a big trash documentary on netflix tell her to watch it she'll probably like it What's it called? Uh, I forget. But it t- it talks about how China used to take China used to take all of our trash and recycle it or recycling, not trash. Um, and then they stopped doing it, and so now it's just basically they throw it in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, so it's not even being recycled. <laughs> yeah, it'll eventually float to the bottom. We got plenty of extra. We have. Uh, Last another funny trash story. So in Columbus, when you so I live south of Columbus, I'm from Columbus, but every time we go to Columbus, we pass the dump. Yeah. Is it the dump mountain. that your stuff goes to? No, it, this is one in Columbus. But I'm from okay. Columbus, and so the, the dump is on the south side of town. And we pass it, and every time we pass it, Angie has to make a you know some sort of comment, like, look how trashy this city look is. Look how trashy this dump is. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's a dump. But also, so one first thing, when I was a kid, I was in fifth grade. We went on a field trip to the dump, and our school bus went up to the top of the of the dump. That was awesome. It was the best field trip ever. But then we, <laughs> dude, what kind of hood ass school joke? We all go down field, man. We go to the dump. They gonna let those shit in there. But the, so then we're driving. So there's another. <laughs> Yeah, in Columbus, that's like a couple miles away. And Angie's like, "Man, what's all this dirt from?" And I'm like, "That's the dirt that they dug out of the dump when they when they like built the dump, and that's all the extra dirt." But yeah, 
So, it, it, that actually is true. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I just going to go back to your hood ass <laughs> school, taking y'all to the dump for a field trip. That was the best field trip I ever went. <laughs> we got to, we got to fumigate the school where can we take the kids that's cheap and this is gonna make them feel like it's something fucking special oh let's take them to the dump and my i told you my school bus literally like we were behind trash trucks going up like driving up the the roads on in the dump we went to the top that was awesome because we asked we're like can we go can we go up there like well you guys are kind of in the school bus we don't even know if the school bus will make it up there and our school bus did sure enough that was the best uh it was the best field trip you ever went on. I know. It was awesome. That's the one I remember. Like, I have very specific memory. They taught us about recycling because they're like, look, we're, we're running out of space here. Y'all got better, you all better start recycling. I don't know. And I said, I said, my friend Gary said it all goes on the same trip. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> uh, all right, Gary. Wait, let's see. We got any more stories? Oh, here's the fun. The, the fun. I guess it's fun. Okay. Gorilla Fighters turn craft brewers columbia's unlikely beer company with a message of peace gary they are reformed they're no longer fighters uh the quit the cartel brewery founded by former fark members has become a cultural hub teaching visitors about columbia's violent history and road to reconciliation so it says uh yeah this brewery la trocha uh the colombian brewery suarez uh, suarez Wait, I don't know. Co-founded ten other former gorillas, so eleven former gorillas. Forces of not Columbia. not the animal gorillas. The yeah, Suarez is faction. one of, the, of many former members of Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia (FARC), which fought the Colombian government for decades. But since 2016, peace deal have been trying to forge new paths in civilian lives. Stigma around fighters in the Marxist-Leninist. Rebel group has made reintegration hard, but the Colombian government determined to stop the country slipping back into guerrilla warfare has made small pots of money available to support rehabilitation. Uh, they set up La Trocha in 2019 with the grant and scholarships to study, study beer production. Shout out to them, though. That's pretty cool. I'm going to go visit this place in Colombia. Medellin. Did you watch Narcos at all? No. I should. That's on my list of like shows that but it's like man that's it's hard to start a big long series like that that you know is and you know what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> spoiler alert although even i knew what was gonna happen in better call saul and that's the best that's better than breaking bad yeah they did I way better character de- development in better call saul because because breaking bad was m- so much about um Walter White. They developed the other characters a little bit, but in Breaking Bad, yeah. they developed every single character in the show really well. Yeah. So, anyway. Listen, I want everybody to know that we love you. Yes. This is uh, the best hour of the week. It's snowstorms upon us. For me, I don't know about you. Did you get any snow this last little skiff? No, not really. We got a dusting. You got to go back to the office now, don't you? Yeah. I got snow, dude. Twenty-four years in my business. I got two snow days. They're both this week. They're both Friday and Tuesday. <laughs> wow! I was like, I've trekked through ice storms you're to get the, to work. You're in the snow shoveling business too, so that's crazy. Yeah, that I know, right? It's crazy. You're like we're taking off. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, we uh, we appreciate you. If you want to follow us, you can go to Beers Beards Pod on the socials. You can uh, go to MMAMcKinney.com. That's our new Check home it. on the web, Gary. New home on the web. Into my website because I got tired of maintaining too. Yeah, you can't multitask. Yeah. So we want you to know we love you. We hope you stay warm. We hope you're fed. We did, we did this podcast early so David could go cook. Yeah. How much you're cooking? Chickpea salad. Yeah. Something like that. Um. Yeah. Delicious food. Vegetarian food. Yep. Are you vegetarian? No. Have you converted? No. What's the last What's the last meat product you ate? I had a hot dog a couple days ago. From Costco? No. Where'd you get a hot dog from? Oh, you made a hot dog? I went to Skyline on Sunday. Uh, You know what the song's from? All right, Gary, you're going to eat some dry pot roast. Oh. (laughs) Hold on, I'm going to tell you one of my jokes from... uh, I'm going to start roasting you because I don't think you're going to let me do it at your retirement. I'm not in charge of that. So, Gary, thank you guys for coming here tonight. One of the things Gary always says is he loves dry food. I think that's just his way of making Abby feel good. <laughs> you think no. give me a hit? No, because <laughs> she nuked the pot roast one time. It was so it was just soupy. Guess what I've got? Yeah, I made dinner before we came here. I've got chili in the crock pot right now. Yeah. Is it dry? No, no noodles. No, but it's not. It's not soupy. I don't eat all chili with noodles. Like I, I make regular chili too. With beans, you know, Juan yeah. doesn't like beans. That's, that's it's an inside story from our boy Juan. <laughs> all right, until next week. What's Love up? You. Do you know what? You know what the song's from? Uh, Princess Bride. It's from no, the video game. Uh, my my. Maybe one of my favorite video games ever. It's the theme song to Borderlands 2. Until next week, we love you. Bye.